Hi everyone, Dr. John Finn here. Welcome to another Tougher Minds podcast. Today I just wanted to spend a little bit of time giving a performance psychology perspective on the England European Championship final performance against Italy. I think we've got such an exciting young group of, of players in the in the English football team and massive credit goes out to all the academy systems and all the mums and dads and coaches, you know, going all the way through the age levels that have developed a, a group of young players that are so technically good um, and obviously physically fit as well and they just did so great to get to the final as England fans, um, which I am. We're used to team. Our team's always kind of not fulfilling their potential. Uh, I just think the team did so well. So I, I just wanted to make that point. I wanted to just share how I saw the game through a performance psychology lens because I know that's of interest to many people that listen to this podcast. I worked extensively in professional football. Um, worked extensively in many professional sports. And just due to the busyness of my life, I don't often get to sit down and, and properly watch uh, football matches anymore. And this game I did, I watched it start to finish. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting. We hear this language of the ebb and flows of games and, and, and teams get momentums, uh, momentum in a game and the momentum switches. So we, we always see that within games, but... Let's just go to the beginning. If if you if if you watched the game or if you didn't, this is broadly what happened. England uh, started at an immense pace and scored a goal. I think within two minutes of, of the game beginning, and and what I saw in that first sort of fifteen minute spell of England was what I would call mindless football. The guys were literally on autopilot. They were just doing what they had been drilled to do. May look creative, may look really flare-like, but these are just habits. These guys have drilled these technical proficiencies over thousands of hours of practice. They were hitting one-touch passes without even looking. The way they're bringing and controlling the ball, they're not thinking about that. They're just doing it on autopilot, and this is showing the power of habits. So the way that England prepared for the game all the way leading up to the kickoff looked as if it was absolutely perfect because the players' activation levels were exactly where they needed to be in order to give the team the very best chance of performing at its potential. You know, and no team, I don't think, would have been able to live with England in those first 15 minutes or so. But games ebb and their flow and then what we started to see was Italy just getting back into the game a little bit and I think psychologically then just this is just my opinion what then starts to mani manifest in some of the, the England players brains is maybe a little bit of doubt with a little bit of stress or no Italy getting back in, into the game and we've got to protect this this lead that we've got and then maybe because I'm starting to have some of these thoughts, which are affecting my confidence a little bit, then what starts to happen 
is is something that's described in motor control, which is the science of how we learn skills. There's a theory called process and efficiency theory that is related to what we commonly understand as choking and um, not performing as well as we can when the pressure is on. And essentially what happens in that process is that these seamless automated skills that we've spent hundreds of thousands of hours, or sorry, tens of thousands of hours practicing, they start to become less smooth and a bit more clunky because doubts are creeping into our brain. We might start to overthink things. We're starting to get a little bit tireder. And the things that were so smooth and fluid in the first 15 minutes or so, they get de-automated. If you ever look at a, a golfer that's struggling under pressure, what you'll see is that their golf swing looks very clunky, very unfluid, it looks very effortful, whereas a golfer who is playing really, really well, they've got this smooth, uh, silky, effortless golf swing. It's the same idea, because when the pressure comes on, it unravels some of the automaticity of, of movement, in other words, habit. And and I think that was happening uh, to that young England team because it's you know the first time they've been in that situation of a of a final the European uh, final and it's a different level of pressure. It's difficult to prepare and practice for that without actually doing it, and that, that's so. So it was the first time any of them had ever experienced that. So I, I think that was really interesting, and and really. England didn't get back into the game until maybe the 70th minute of the game. So that went on for quite a long time. And I think what's a really interesting thing about the best teams I've, I've ever seen in the world, and I, I think the New Zealand All Black team, the one that Richard McCaw captained and it won back-to-back World Cups, I think at one point it had a win ratio of, of 95%. That was a team that, like any other on the field went through ebbs and flows of performance but when they were in a spell of play where they weren't performing well they were excellent working out what they needed to do to get back on top in that game and they were excellent at what i would call solving problems so the problem is how do we stop the opposition breaking down our defensive structures or how do we make our attacking play more successfully break down the opposition's defence? They're the big questions that rugby, football, uh, hockey teams, what you call field invasion sport, sports, ask themselves and need to get good at. And what the All Blacks team were were excellent at that. And they, that's because they had the leaders on the field who were able to see the bigger picture of what was going on and start to make uh, tactical adjustments on the field you go there you go there you need to be doing that a bit more and I think that maybe that's the part of the game the England players really need to develop and because they're such a young team and because very formal leadership development leadership development isn't a huge part of how we develop a young athlete right now that part of their 
game for many of the players isn't there yet. It's not there yet, but it will come. And I've got no doubt this this team's going to go and, and and win something. But I think that the challenge we saw from maybe between the twentieth minute of the game through to maybe about the seventieth minute, when actually Jordan Henderson came on, who is a slightly more developed leader, you know, he's won a Premier League title and he's won a Champions League title. When he came on, it, England seemed to get a foothold back into the game. That is, they were able to solve the problem of how do we stop the uh, the Italian team having all the possession? How do we solve the problem of making our attack more potent so we can actually start to break down the Italian defence? So I thought that was interesting. So there were just some of the things I was seeing in terms of the ebbs and flow of the game. Um, there's obviously, we can't see what's going on inside people's brains. Um but I'm always thinking through that lens and I just thought we saw some some really fascinating things on the field of play. Obviously, we then went to a penalty shootout and I, I did a podcast a few weeks ago about what penalty takers could learn from Johnny Wilkinson. And I, I think the Harry Maguire penalty was the standout penalty of everybody's, um, including the, the, the Italian players. Harry Maguire's penalty was Johnny Wilkinson-esque. He took any any potential um, uncontrollable, or let me frame that a different way, he, he controlled everything that he could control to a T, and there's no way any goalkeeper in the world would have stopped his penalty, even if they had ever known where it was going. So I think the Harry Maguire approach if it can be scaled out to, to other people um, maybe he becomes the penalty taking coach then that's going to create a team that doesn't miss many penalties if, if any because um, what his penalty was unstoppable it was fantastic so Hurlbass insightful and interesting guys I've got I, I, I think that you know that England team from the staff all the way through to the players is packed full of habit mechanics. I think Gareth Southgate is certainly one of those and did a part I contribute to a piece in in the in the Times newspaper that was published on Monday, talking about Gareth Southgate's leadership. And, you know, he's work he's clearly working on himself all the time. And he's very open and honest about that with the players. So he's doing what we call sharing vulnerability. And that makes it easy for the players to do it as well, to say, well, I want to get better and I'm going to improve. And, and I think this group will going forwards. Um, unfortunately, now the, I suppose if you're really into football, there's not much football for a, a few weeks. Um, but hopefully the excitement that the England team's given us over, um, if you are English, of course, has given, given the England fans over, the, over, the peri- over this period of time then hopefully that sustains you until you get your next fix of football, if that's important for you. If you're not interested in football, if you're not an England fan, uh, hopefully the the psychological, performance psychology insights I've just shared there are of interest and they're certainly shareable into other areas of our lives. Um, if you want to learn to become a habit mechanic, you can do the level one uh, certificate for free. It's on our website, just go to the Tougher Minds website, tougherminds.co.uk and uh, 
you can navigate to the level one course from the from the home page if you have any questions guys as ever do get in touch if there are any themes that you want us to cover in the up and coming podcast just let me know thanks for listening until next time stay safe